Welcome to the Happiness Hunter podcast. I'm your host, Fiona Redding. This show will help you navigate life and transform your approach to business with inspiring and practical strategies, tools, and insights to teach you how to shift your mindset and achieve life integration to show up fully in every area of your life today. Hey, welcome back to this episode. So today we're going to talk about what are we really getting out of it? You know how we have things in our lives that might not be as we would like them to be or as we think we might like them to be, but we are not able to either understand why we're doing it or if we do understand it, we're still not able to create the change in the thinking or the behavior to create a different outcome for us. There's a few different examples of this that have kind of really been quite highlighted for me lately, and I wanted to share them with you because I think that when when someone shares something of themselves with us, it gives us the opportunity to reflect on that when we've got like a real example of something. And when we can relate to something that somebody is saying, like when an anecdote is being shared or a story has been shared, we are then able to sort of reflect on that within ourselves in a different way than if we just read an instruction or if we read some kind of research paper or something like that. But when we actually can relate to what we're hearing or we're reading and can then turn the lens back on within ourselves, that's when we can start to understand and see ourselves a little bit differently. And on the weekend, I was talking with a friend about last episode that we released about screen time in Corona times with Martin Oglethorpe and why I valued what Martin had to say. And one of those reasons was because she was actually the parent of five children, all of different ages. So she had two primary school age kids, two high school age kids and a tertiary aged kid. And so she had like the whole spectrum almost in a way of ages. And she had had that through all of her 20 years of parenting where she'd always had kids at different ages. So for me, when Martine was talking about managing tech and digital wellbeing, I'm really going to listen to her because I think that she has an understanding of the complexities and the realities of it in a way that maybe somebody who had an academic understanding of it only, but maybe wasn't a parent, you know, who could talk about the psychology behind it and the pros and cons in a way I could relate to Martine in a different way and I could connect in with her and I could really think about how what she was saying applied to my personal circumstances. So today I want to talk about what are we getting out of it? The examples that have shown up for me over the last few weeks are one, overeating and binge eating. So you might recall that I did a water fast and that gave me a lot of insight into how I ate and when I ate and what I ate. And of course, that was fantastic that I got that insight, but applying that understanding that knowledge to the real world is a completely different thing. So I got this understanding that I'm an emotional eater and I eat when I'm bored. And probably 100% of you listening to this will be able to relate to that. But that's fantastic that I know that I'm an emotional eater. Why am I still doing it? Like, why am I still getting a block of chocolate out of the cupboard and eating the whole block or a packet of biscuits and over the course of a day managing to eat all those biscuits or eating to a point where I actually feel like a bit sick, you know, I've eaten too much, I feel a bit sick, I've overeaten. Why am I doing that? 
And since I've done the water fast, I'm actually doing a one day a week water fast where I just basically just have water for one day. And that was a decision that I made because I just kind of wanted to stay connected in with that feeling and the memory and the lessons that I got through that experience. And that's really helped me to, it's still kind of keeping me under the spotlight a little bit within regards to that. And so it's something that I need to keep working on because I'm continually getting the awareness of it. But I'm really starting to ask myself, what am I getting out of this? Like, what am I getting out of eating a whole block of chocolate? Like, what is the benefit to me from doing that? Like, I'm not really consciously aware of what I'm doing. It's like you're kind of inhaling it. There's no appreciation for the taste or the texture. It's like, I've just got to eat this thing so that it's been, so that it's finished so that I don't have to think about eating it anymore rather than actually just going, well, I'm not going to even buy it or have the first block of it because I know that I know what will happen. I can kind of project forward and I can understand what's going to happen if I continue to do that. Or if I start to do that, I'm not going to be able to stop until I'm finished. Like that's a really bad habit of mine. It's a terrible behavior that's fantastic. But what am I getting out of it? And so, I mean, I don't actually have the answers to this yet, but I'm, I'm continually asking myself the question, what am I getting out of it? And that's what I want you to start thinking about doing as well. When you're catching yourself doing something or saying something or behaving in a way, whenever it is that you catch yourself, you know, whether it's as you're starting to do it, before you're starting to do it, when you're thinking about buying the packet of biscuits, for example, in the supermarket, when you open the packet of biscuits, when you have the first bite, when you find yourself getting up and down from the couch or your chair or whatever to keep going back to the cupboard to get them, keep catching yourself and going, what am I actually getting out of this? Because ultimately you are getting something out of feeling bad. You are getting something out of doing that destructive behavior, keeping yourself stuck. But we need to kind of understand why are we doing it? Like, what are we getting out of it? And there was another, there's another example as well. I mean, I've shared with you over the course of this podcast, you know, for me, I often get hit with stuff financially. It's like a really weak spot for me. So I've got some within my program in terms of how I feel and believe and think about money or it's not even about money. I mean, money's just where it shows up for me. So that's where the kind of the stories are around it. What am I getting out of that? So yes, that's fantastic that I've got this awareness about it. And, you know, I keep, you know, repeating this same behavior and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm chipping away at it and I'm inching towards the change. And there is, as I've said before, like where I was, you know, five or six years ago to where I am today, it's not even close to being the same place. Like there has been unbelievable transformation in every area of my life, but very much too with the financial stuff. But there's still something that's going on where I'm not allowing myself to see what I've got and the abundance that I have and to appreciate what I've got because I'm still allowing this program of not having enough or not allowing enough or not feeling like I can have enough. Like there's always got to be kind of a gap between what I've got and what I need, which is actually not in the reality, actually the truth, but that's the way I'm seeing it. So what I'm really asking myself is, what am I getting out of this situation? Like, what am I, what is the benefit to me to be in this situation? And on the flip side of that, if I change, what is the negative consequence of that change? So if I'm not in this position where I am not fully empowered or I am not fully abundant, I am getting something out of that. 
But flip side of that, if I get myself out of this, then I lose that benefit. And this is how the ego works. So what we want to understand, what we want to start working towards and chipping away at, and this is where things like meditation, unbelievably powerful, journaling, unbelievably powerful, talking with people, unbelievably powerful, talking honestly about what's going on, expressing yourself honestly, not having an opinion or having to be right or or proving the other person wrong or anything like that, but honestly expressing how you are feeling right now, what is going on for you right now, how it is showing up for you, how it's making you feel, what memories it's bringing up, like fully describing where you're at, fully trying to understand where you are at at this exact moment in time, what's going on with your thinking, what's going on with your feelings around it, where you're finding conversations with other people are kind of pushing your buttons a little bit as well. Remember, it's nothing to do with the other person. It's simply highlighting something within you. Really starting to understand what are you getting out of the benefit to being where you are and also the negative consequence if you change of where you are right now. So what I got to with this awareness with my money stuff is that it's like it's keeping me that story of the struggle of um, the hard luckness almost in a way, the victim mentality is giving me something because that's how in some ways I identify myself. So without that story, without being the problem child, without being the person that hasn't got their stuff together, who actually am I? Now, you and I both know that that's not real. Like, there's no truth to that. There's no reality within that. That is part of the illusion of how we see ourselves and experience ourselves. But that's fantastic that I know that it's not real and it's an illusion. But that's almost, in a way, keeping me stuck because that's sending me off the track of, well, I should know better, but I don't know better. Whereas if I just, as Socrates said... I know that I know nothing and I say, well, I am here and I am where I am and I've got this thing going on and I'm not really quite sure what's going on here. However, I'm just going to methodically start to do some understanding and analysis of the way I think and how it feels and what it is that has brought me to here. And the more that I start to do that, the more I'm going to start letting go of my vice-like grip on whatever story I have got going on at a very deep subconscious level that is keeping me stuck here, but I need to keep chipping away at it. And that's what I wanted to share with you too about, you know, I've been working on this stuff for years and chipping away at it and it's layer upon layer upon layer upon layer upon layer. And each time I've got to ask myself, what am I getting out of being here? Like, what is the benefit that I think that I know is not a benefit. Like there's some benefit to me to have, to feel sick after eating too much food. It's keeping me stuck somewhere. I'm, I'm happy there because that's not allowing me to, you know, feel good and vibrant in my body and feel like I'm empowered and strong and, and what have you. Likewise with the financial stuff, you know, if I'm not fully allowing myself to shine and excel and, you know, see how far I can go, which as you know, is that's, I want to know my potential. There is something within what my current program is that is not ever going to allow me to get there. I'm getting too much out of where I am now. So I need to keep working on. So I need to keep working on and understanding that. 
what am I getting out of being here? And what is the negative consequence of me changing? And when I can start to see that, then I'm going to remove the emotional attachment and start to work on that kind of that vice-like emotional attachment to whatever it is that I've got going on. And I can start to ease myself into thinking and behaving in a different way. So it's like the change isn't going to automatically happen overnight because it's such a deeply ingrained behavior. Like normally I don't buy chocolate and I don't buy biscuits, but of course, like it's been Easter and we're home a lot more and I've been buying a couple of treats for the kids and it's not, it doesn't work. So I need to be much more disciplined when I'm at the shops so that when I have that thought about buying something that I know that I'm probably going to eat and feel really sick and my kids don't really need to eat it anyway, to not buy it because to remove that kind of temptation from myself means that I'm not going to do that bad behavior. But if I don't if I, if I put the temptation in my pathway, I'm probably going to eat it. So just don't put the temptation in my pathway until I get to a point where I don't eat that anymore. Like say, for example, I stopped eating gluten a few years ago because it was making me feel really bad. It's applying that kind of thing. So I was getting something for a long time about eating gluten and, you know, I want to eat the pizza or I want to eat the pasta and then feeling really bad afterwards. And there came a point where I said, I'm not going to do that behavior anymore because I don't like feeling bad like that, like I like to feel good. And I believe that. However, there are still areas in my life where I'm not fully living that. I'm not allowing myself to fully live that. And I need to understand what am I getting out of doing that thing? And that's what I'd like you to have a think about today. What are you getting out of doing something that you know it's not, you don't want to do be doing it. It doesn't make you feel good. It doesn't make me feel good to overeat on sugar and then have that awful furry feeling and that sick feeling and wishing I hadn't done that and then not even been able to eat a healthy dinner because I'm so full up with crappy food or you know worrying about money or anything like that because even in the environment that we're in at the moment if you've got an abundance mindset and you believe that there is enough then absolutely there is enough but if you've got a a lack mentality or that you know you're buying into the stories then that's going to be your experience and I think this is what's really been highlighted for me within the corona and I'm so grateful for this experience because it's really kind of just absolutely enabled me to hone in on what my issue is here which I've been working on for years but it's like it's just it's peeling back all the layers of all the crap and actually just enabling me to see it somehow I am still allowing myself to be where I am because I'm getting something out of it. Even though I don't want to be here, even though I've set massive visions, even though I'm still taking action that is not in alignment with that story anymore, there is still something deep within me that is going on. And until I expose that, it's going to keep showing up. So the question we want to be asking is what am I getting out of it? And what is the negative consequence for me for that behavior to change? So that's what you can start to think about with whatever is going on for you. What am I getting out of it? Like, why would I want to still stay here? Like, why? What, what, what is this benefit to me? And what is the negative consequence for me changing? So good luck with that. Please let me know how you go. And I will look forward to speaking to you again next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe through your favorite podcatcher so you don't miss a future episode. And please feel free to leave a rating or a review.